few weeks ago at Easter, my friend Zoe Edwards and her family visited my house and we met for the first time in real life. As a returning friend of the podcast, Zoe has been on a smaller life a couple of times to talk about sewing and sustainability within sewing. And this time we are taking it one level up, talking about our podcast in itself. For those of you who don't know, Zoe hosts the podcast Check Your Thread and is the initiator behind the hashtag MeMadeMay. Zoe and I have different views on how we produce our podcast and how we look at advertising. It's going to be a little peek behind the curtains of how we do things. And I think it could be interesting for you to learn as a business owner and as a maker what it's like to produce a podcast. Zoe has been making her podcast for about as long as I have. She's doing weekly shows. I'm doing bi-weekly shows. We are now looking back on what we've been making and how we want to add or change things to serve our listeners even better. So we'll share a little bit about that too. In this 20-minute episode, you will hear about our different takes on running and hosting a podcast. We had an amazing time and I can't wait for us to start moving into all the new things we have planned for the future of our podcast. If you liked what you heard, if you have any thoughts, questions, ideas, we would so love it if you share that with us. So please go to asmallalife.com, find the episode uh, show notes, there's a tab on the right where you can leave us a voice note or you can simply send an email to info at ja-wol.com. That's info at ja-vol.com. Have fun. Right. Zoe. Hello. Welcome to my playroom. I'm in your playroom. In your city, yes. in your country. And we can actually hug. I don't. It is very weird and very fun. I know, but so we've known each other for like a year. Only a year? I feel like about a year. Oh, shit, look it up. Yeah. Then we can have a, a party when it's <laughs> a year or 12 and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is amazing. So, I mean, I'm used to seeing these pictures on Zoom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you even make out what it is on Zoom? Yes. Oh, that's good. That's good to know. Yes. Yeah. I'd know, I'd know a Charles when I could talk about And I think that the sheep speaks for itself. Yeah. Is the sheep newer? It is newer. Absolutely, yes. And I'm trying to... I had the Edinburgh Yard Festival up there as well. That's a bucket. Yeah. A little weaving as well. But I like the sheep. Yeah, I love it. So this is where the magic happens. This it is. This, this is where this you is. make your podcasts. Yes. This is where I sew. This is everything. This is the guest room. This is my spot. Yeah, yeah. So talking of podcast, so podcast is, it's it's in flux at the moment, isn't it? It's exciting times for your podcast. It is exciting times because I'm uh, in my third season now. Right. And so tell me about your whole season thing. Okay, yeah, let's do that. So is that a year? Um. Yes, it's a year. I, I basically always take a break over the summer. Um, and I try to work up to this moment where I kind of 
book, record, book, edit before I go on a break. Yeah. And what I've done before is do shorty episodes. So I'll have really short episodes answering short questions or just thoughts or ideas so that people in the summer have something to listen to. So it's not completely quiet, but I can take a full break. Yeah. And I really enjoy that. I take that time to to basically not think about it. You would say you take that time to think about the podcast and where to go, but I take it to take a break. Yeah. And then when I go back, the ideas come by themselves usually. Yeah. Uh, but now it's a little bit different because I've been pondering and thinking about doing things a little bit differently. Yeah. So when I started the podcast, it was going to be about, it's called A Smaller Life. I, at the time I was pivoting my business and I was kind of, finding my way into this idea that I have, uh, like a vision, a thing uh, that I wanted to create, but I wasn't sure yet how to do it, where to go. And I knew that I feel good, comfortable and happy amongst crafters, neo-crafters, but also specifically uh, business owners in the field. And I really, really love... uh, mentoring, helping, and giving out tips, all those kinds of things. So the podcast was a mixture of the the makers and the sellers Mm -hmm. and talking about uh, one part about making your own uh, garments and the other part was looking at the backside of um, the businesses that make that happen. Um, And I slowly but steadily kind of, uh, polished the idea and polished what my actual mission was going to be. And um, the podcast has turned more into uh, a business-focused podcast that crafters love to listen to because then they can hear about their favorite uh, businesses and how they do their thing. Yeah. Because I think, I'm not sure how it is in sewing, but um, a lot of crafters dream about starting a business in their craft. Not everybody, but there's a, a whole bunch of people that are like, oh, I wish I had a yard shop. Yeah, I wish I was a designer. Uh, and so the podcast was for both those audiences. But now I think I could do a better job helping the businesses if I have a little bit more focus on the businesses. So that's kind of where... yeah. I'm going. I can say easy that because people will still listen if they're interested. Yes. But if you really focus on that core audience, then you can really serve them to the best of your ability. And it's still fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. From from the kind of, as you say, from, yeah, like if you're talking to big names, you know, from the fan perspective. Yeah. Or, yeah, just like a sneaky peek behind the curtain, as you say. That's really fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the end result is not going to be all that different. It's more the way that I kind of fly into it. Like, Sean, what's, what are the questions I need answering when I talk to somebody? And what are the, the issues that small business owners in the field struggle with most? And uh, it's, not, it's not going to be as much about the whole journey that uh, a business owner has gone through before they came, before they ended up where they are, which is what you usually hear in an interview with a name or a, a brand. Uh, and why'd you get into it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to go more into uh, how do you deal with 
uh, difficult customers or something sure. like that. Like focus on a specific topic and find people that can address that topic. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes when you're speaking to somebody and you start with the, oh, so how did you get into whatever and what was your backstory? And, yeah. and that's fascinating, but it doesn't always help necessarily. No. And yeah. it, it, sometimes you can end up, the conversation can kind of float around and and that's fine. Mm. But it's not necessarily the most helpful thing. Exactly. And I think helpful is the word here. Um, I just told you that my, my, my game, my goal, (laughs) it feels like a game sometimes. My goal is that people are listening and they, they have their own business and they, they're thinking, okay, I need to copy these show notes. I need to put them in a folder and I need to get to work. That's the kind of vibe I'm going for. Yeah. And also answering your first question, uh, I do this bi-weekly mm-hmm. uh, so that I have enough time in between to focus on the other group, uh, the makers, mm-hmm. and the, I'll, I'll communicate with them on the um, the Yevol community and through our email list. So they will still get enough attention. Sure. But, and however, <laughs> I do this bi-weekly by choice but you bring out a podcast every single week yes why how tell me more tell me tell me more it's a really good question it's a really good question i think um when i started getting into listening to podcasts all the podcasts that i was listening to were weekly so i guess i just kind of assumed that that's not all of them that's that's usually but most of them were weekly and i and i kind of like that momentum mm-hmm. and like that energy i didn't realize it was going to be as <laughs> I think so I, much harder i didn't realize yeah going into it yeah that it was going to be as intense as it is especially to create something that is to the best of my ability meaning not the, obviously the most polished cult class in the world but it's the best that i can that would be boring you know <laughs> <laughs> well this is the thing that like, you listen to those podcasts that are really slick and then you hear the thank yous at the end and the list of people that are working the sounds, the sound editors, the producers, the fact checkers, the this, the that, the whatever. And it's just me and Pat helps me then put it into the world. Yeah. And so, you know, we can only do what we can do. So, yeah, Mm. so I'm hammering away um, and I don't do seasons either. I just, just keep going. (laughs) <laughs> I am taking two weeks off to be here. Yeah, which is a which is a treat. Yes, and I think that that's for me how I'm going to create the balance is that when my kids are on a break, mm. I mean probably not if it's a half term and it's just a week off, but when they're right. they're off for more than a week, to take a bit of time off. So take a couple of weeks off at Christmas, take a couple of weeks off at Easter, definitely take a bit of time off in the summer because otherwise. It's not going to be sustainable. No, absolutely not. And you still have to kind of plan to be able to do that. Absolutely. It's, it's going to get a little bit more work before you can take the actual break. Yeah. 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 It's funny. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking of doing. I and mean, there was a, a, one time when I, I 
because I did do a year, no gap of time. Oh my gosh. And over that Christmas, and even when I went to stay with my in-laws at the, Chris- at the Christmas, I was still trying to edit and stuff like that. Mm. And I remember I got a comment from somebody going, well, I really appreciated that you put out an episode over Christmas that I had something to listen to. I was like, oh, great, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah they nearly killed me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad that you were happy. Yeah. <laughs> but- <laughs> I was really curious. Are you afraid that if you take a break, People won't come back. That's really what, what's the emotions around it? Um, do you, what do you feel well, around that? I don't that? think so. I don't think so. I look at yourself and how you listen to podcasts. Yeah, I think there is. Um, I'm. I don't. I'm not scared of taking a break. I'm scared of taking a break, but it it not be planned because <laughs> then I reckon people might be like, oh, yeah, me here. Whereas, like, if I can say, look, I'm taking two weeks off. Mm-hmm. This is the reason why I'll be back. Yeah. Um. I think that's fine. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. yeah. I, I, absolutely. And I think um, I never want to be in a position where my followers, clients, listeners think that I am subhuman. <laughs> <laughs> so I always, that would be hard for me to do my work if uh, I have to be able to tell myself that there is room and space for me to be humored and yeah. to be sick or just to not be there for a while. And I try to look at myself and how I react to to similar situations. And um, what's really funny because we both have uh, a podcast that we like listening to. About that, podcasts. About podcasts. Very mental. <laughs> and uh, they've been rerunning shows for a couple of weeks, you said. Yeah, I think it's about four in a row now. Yeah. And we're here. We're here thinking, okay, what's going on? What's going on? So indeed, because there wasn't an announcement. Right. It's, it's regular that now and again they do replay a previous episode. Yeah, yes. that was fun. But now it's just week four. Now we're getting water. What's going on? What's going on? Is yeah. the person sick? Is it like we're worried? We're fans. We're, we're yeah. actually worried. But it's also a little bit of uh, when do I, what you said, when do I get my next fix? Yeah, I need my next <laughs> So I think one of, I think what's important when you, when you plan these things and when you make decisions around planning your podcast that you communicate to your audience and, you have quite a big following on Patreon. I'm super jealous. Every single time I talk to Zoe, I'm like, how do you do it? I have like, I have like eight people. Thank you, eight people. By the way, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, but I mean, you're doing great with that. But that's an all different topic. Anyways, you, you can communicate quite directly to them. Yeah, I do that via my email list, which is actually almost the size of your Patreon amount. People that are specifically asking for news about the podcast. Yeah. Didn't just not date me. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't, couldn't help myself. I'll cut this out, maybe, or maybe not. Um, but then we can communicate directly to our followers yeah. and saying, hey, you know what, guys, I'm going on a break. And in your case, you directly said, I think you said you were going to do it. I said it in the episode and yeah. I also sent a message to... Yeah, that makes it personal. Well, you know, yeah. there are people not to worry about me. Yeah, I'm not like, well, not to worry or not to be frustrated. There, yeah. There's your thing. I mean, you can listen to any episodes like this. You're doing out to get chance. Exactly. And especially when you... And that brings me up to the next question. When you come out with an episode every week... Yeah. 
we we know that people that listen to podcasts are people that listen to podcasts. It yeah. is rare, hard to pronounce. It's rare that you just listen to one podcast. Apart from my mom. Oh, apart from, <laughs> apart from your mom. <laughs> She's now listening to a politics all of us. Well. She should listen to more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it, you, usually you listen to a couple, right? Absolutely. So there's never going to be a moment that there's nothing out there. Absolutely. And if there, if I think if you're, and it comes back around to what you were saying about refocusing your podcast on a specific audience. Yeah. When you're speaking to someone, when somebody's like, this podcast is for me. I think then I don't think you need to fear that they'll wander off. No. Because they're like, oh, I love they're that podcast for them. to me. Yes. You know, like, yeah, they might go and listen to something else. I mean, everyone is a multifaceted person. Everyone's going to be interested in like some entertainment stuff or some com- comedy stuff or a cooking podcast or a politics podcast or a music podcast. And everyone has different facets of their life. But when they are tapping into what you do, you are speaking to them. Mm. And... No one can do it in quite the way that you can do it. No. That's similar. Yeah. But, and I think that's really powerful. And I think that that's, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I think, oh, no, because like I've worked hard to, to make this for a particular person. Like I have it in my head who they are. Yeah. So this is a question then. Do you have, in I say, so has it changed, if you have one, in your mind, a person that you make your podcast for? Have like an avatar or a persona or something? Yes, I do. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> it's, I think that the person in my mind is um, morphing from, and this will sound ridiculous, but for a short amount of time, I did branding for an interior design shop. Mm-hmm. And I showed them and taught them how to connect to their customer better and finding who that person is. So... Uh, for fun, I looked up a couple of uh, portrait pictures uh, online using unsplash.com. And that's where you can use uh, stock photos for free and uh, without getting in trouble. <laughs> and uh, we had all these ladies that were their customer. And when I was doing that, I was looking at all the portraits and like, oh, wait, this is my customer. Oh. So I have a couple of those pictures from Unsplash that I really connect to, but also I have the people in my business circle, like the literal actual people. Um, And they are the people. Yes. This is who I'm talking to. So it kind of morphs from one, one of them into one of the pictures and then back and then, um, yeah, I'm trying to to keep them in mind and talk to them. And I always, what I love about pod, podcasting, apart from the fact that I don't have to do my makeup every single time, um, I love that usually you're in somebody's ears or you're with somebody and there's not a lot of other people around. So it's really personal. And in the beginning, I talked to plural, you all. But now I try to talk to the white person because I do yeah. feel like it's a really personal connection. And, and um, yeah, I'd love to 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 just connect to the right people, hopefully, uh, with doing a little bit of a, a shift. Yeah. So what a pattern shift, maybe. Yeah, what I was going to say. So, so the pattern. So the re 
reconfigure it. Re- yeah, let's let's not, let's call it reconfiguring. But it's not a it's not a wipe the slate clean start again, is it? It's no quite yeah shift of it has gone like a pattern shift. Yeah, yeah, and um, I think that's really important because if I pay too much attention and and say uh, rebranding all the time. Because today I actually made a questionnaire for uh, for all of you who are listening, for you alone, the one person that's listening now. Um, and I was typing in the text and thinking, talking about the rebranding. And I thought, no, no, because if I'll talk about it that way, I might um, push away the crafters who are still very, very well. We're not evening shin. Uh, I could, yeah, it's, yeah, it's slightly evolving. Yeah, that's it. I think that's it. It's an evolution and also professionalizing. Is that a word? In thing, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm also looking into the, uh, also with the editing and the sound is probably going to be a little bit different. The podcast arts will be a little bit different, but not like completely. It's not unrecognizable. No, absolutely not. So don't worry about it. And you people that are uh, listening and, and uh, subscribed, they will. They don't have to do anything. It will just yeah. drop um, uh, most probably with uh, a different name because I think a smaller life is not uh is too wide if somebody is looking for a specific podcast or creative business uh support then uh then they won't find it but if they if they find yeah it should be a better name so i have some ideas exciting yeah i cannot wait to see how it evolves yes so do you have any ideas for the future evolving or uh well, so Check Gathering was always, I mean, obviously it's podcast first, but I always thought that maybe there'll be other elements. So I deliberately got like checkyourthreads.com. Yeah. It's at checkyourthread on Instagram. It's not checkyourthread podcast or checkyourthread right. pod or dot pause. So I'm open. And I think if anything, I've learned that you can go in all guns blazing and it's just one thing and then life happens and, and shifts happen. So I'm looking forward to adding some other elements. It's always going to be yeah. podcast as, as the focus, but I'm excited to add other elements. I think that there's different ways, just as people learn differently. And um, I think that people like to engage with their passion yeah, in multiple different ways. And I loved that the podcast, as you were saying, it's such an intimate thing and you can be in someone's ear and they can be... They can be literally nestling whilst they sew, which is obviously a lovely pairing. I love that. But also what I really like about podcasts is it allows you to engage with the topic when you can't actually be doing the thing. Yes. You know, like yeah. you're on the train or you're yeah. washing up or you're, you're under a sleeping baby or whatever it is. <laughs> and you can't do the thing. Yeah. yeah. So I love the idea that people can, oh, you know, or they're ill or they're sick or, you know, something like that. That they can be engaging with sewing, they can be engaging with ideas of sustainability, um, and it can be fueling them and, and inspiring them, and we can have that connection when they can't do something else. So I really like that as well. But I'm yeah, I'm looking to create some additional resources um, to put out there for for people that like to absorb things in in different ways. We have talked about this before, and I think um, I I like to talk about it now for a second. A couple of minutes, maybe. Um, how do you feel about advertising? 
I feel that would not be a good fit for my podcast. I feel that a lot of what I say is maybe we don't need to buy so much stuff or we need to be more selective. And I feel that there would be, for one, I think it might be a bit disingenuous to then be like, oh, have you heard about this? We have a company. Yeah. Or something like that. And also I feel like for myself, like if I knew that I was taking money from a company, I would feel kind of beholden to a certain extent because in, in a way that then there we would be a client of mine. Yeah. And I wouldn't feel as free to to really say what I feel. Yeah. And I don't want to be compromised in that way. Yeah. So for me, it's not a good fit. But yeah, I'm kind of coming at things from a different angle. And I think in, in an interesting way, that's kind of something that we have that's different in terms of with the Patreon thing. Because mm-hmm. I'm kind of like... I'm kind of, there's not much differentiation between myself and the listener. You know, like, mm-hmm. I am a sewer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I like, I mean, maybe I, I get to do it. I don't even know that I get to do it necessarily more than some other people, but I'm very much of a kind of, it's a similar status. Right. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, um, I don't know, when things are a bit more business, there's a bit more of a business aspect. I think maybe things like, because you are an expert in all of these different spheres, whereas I am more finding experts. Yeah, and, and yeah, people see what we talk to. So it's, it's it's a different kind of, I, I keep coming back to the word status because I can't think of it. Yeah, no, but I know what you mean. And I think in advertising, it's just, maybe the word is monetizing your mm-hmm. podcast. It's even more like that because I've been thinking about it a lot too. This morning I did it. I do this a lot, but I try to look at my current situation and roughly, just really roughly, one episode costs about up to 10 hours to produce, right? Everything around it. So more than a day, and it costs up to 100 euros and with all the costs that I have. And I'm talking about uh, a professional Zoom account. Uh, a professional Canva account where I do the the podcast art. I'm taking everything into consideration. Mm-hmm. Now I work with an editor uh, that is not my husband. That's why you went. That's here. Well, oh, I don't know. <laughs> but um, that's obviously a little bit more uh, expensive. I'm editing, but I need to sign. That's true. That's true. You do your own editing. I'm sorry about that. Um, and I can do that too. It's a choice. I know that, but that's the, the value. Let's say that's the general value of an episode, whether you have somebody, yeah, do that for you or you spend your own hours, which are valuable as well, doing it. So that's one episode, 10 hours, a hundred euros. And, uh, I'm terrified to do that. <laughs> but it's, it's this horrible. I mean, it's not horrible. And that's not what I'm saying. It's again, to him. again, it's, it's eye-opening. That was. It's definitely not horrible because we have a job. We do our job. We try to do it well. Yeah. The more income we get, if it's from Patreon or for something else, we can do a better job. That's yeah. simple as it is. And we can so, sustain ourselves. Exactly. And our business. Yeah. And both. So it's it's... We are offering all of this information and inspiration for free, but it's not free to produce or to make. And so I've been thinking, how do I feel about this? How am I, how am I getting to the point where it feels 
uh, balanced acts. And um, so I would never share, I would never sell something that I don't personally use or believe in. Um, I feel exactly the same way as you do about uh, advertising more materials, more yarns, more of everything. But if I would, I would say I would push the businesses that make better decisions forward. I think that's a great idea um, to to sustain those kinds of businesses. So there's different there's different ways of coming at it, and uh, I pay for the podcasts with uh, the memberships of my community, and that's how I do it. So. What I'm now focusing on is my podcast is there to help and support business owners for free. Mm -hmm. And it will give almost the same information or a lot of the same information that I offer in my uh, program, the uh, Yavol Business Circle. The difference is in the circle, you have momentum and you have community and accountability. And that's basically what you pay for. And that is actually what will really get you to do the work. But if you had no hiding, <laughs> no, there's no hiding. And, and we all know how that works. But if you, do, if you can't afford it, you will. the idea is that the podcast will get you a long, long way. So my podcast serves the purpose of promoting my program and that is the ads added value for me so that's what i'm looking at and then i will i will mention uh like flowdesk that i use for emailing because i think it's a a great business it's it's female owned it's very inclusive it is exactly what businesses like us need so here we go. I mean, it's, it's natural. I don't even have to try it. But um, I will promote those kinds of things and offer uh, an affiliate link. I'd be clear about it. I'll, sh- no. I'll say you Yeah, you're very transparent about yeah. it. Yeah. So that, I think for me, that, but that, that might be a way. That's also, that is also helping your. Yes, exactly. Because they are in a position to need a mail service. Yes. And, and, uh, and, or, uh, a website or a page or, uh, one single page where they could start selling things and, uh, with a promotional code that can get you 50% off for your first years, that could be the boost that you need. Uh, and that, yeah, it, it works that way. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. I can't wait to see how the evolution goes. Yeah, same for me. I, because I, I really want to know how uh, your extra bits and bobs evolve. Yeah, well, it's it's all. Let's see what happens. It's it. I could be. It's giving it making. We'll we'll keep you guys posted. Absolutely. Um. Well, we're gonna go and have some pizza. We are. <laughs> we are pizza party. <laughs> So, you've heard it. I'm going to change the title of the podcast and the approach a little bit. And you'll know what the new name is at the end of the episode. And I'll keep you in suspense just a little bit longer. Thanks to all listeners that were kind enough to spend 10 minutes or maybe 15 with my questionnaire so that I could learn about your thoughts and ideas for the podcast. Basically, all listeners love the podcast as is, but maybe with a little bit of a shorter intro and episodes between 30 and 45 minutes. 
Most people have learned about the podcast through my email and via guests sharing on their social media. As I'm not on social media, I'd love to take this opportunity to ask you to pick any episode you liked and share it with a friend whom you might think finds value in it. Without social media, old-fashioned word of mouth is the way to go. Most people listen as soon as it drops or they binge a few episodes at a time. It's so reassuring for me to know that it's not a problem to come out with a new episode every other week instead of weekly. This makes it manageable for me, and one of the things I teach is to adjust your work to what you can do in your life. So I better practice what I preach, right? People don't like ads before the episode begins. They don't like them at all. One in the middle is okay, and at the end is fine too so I'll be taking that into account for sure. I'll also be working on the readability of the cover art, and the music is going to stay the same for now. It's fun, it's friendly, and it's different from most. I tried mailing one of my favorite record labels to ask them for sound snippets, but alas, they didn't reply. It was fun mailing them, though, and a little bit scary, but I like doing those kinds of things. You never know. So thank you very much, Shelby, Julie, Kim, Zoe, Marike, Vanessa, Ellen, Colette, Rose, Astrid, Galina, Mandy, Wilma, Karin, Leni, Renata, Flora, Barbara, Kathleen, and Marike. I hope you will all like the new name. And two of you will get a present, and I've already mailed you so you know who you are. So, drumroll please. The new name is going to be Pattern Shift, supporting value-driven businesses in needlecrafts. So until the next one and make your stitches count. <laughs>